0: It's January 7th, 2018, and I'm excited about Red Bull. This is Bottle Crow. I'm Colin. I stole your thing. Well, you know what? You say it.
1: I keep stealing your thing. There's, there's nobody else here on this podcast, Colin. It's just you. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Nick Seese. And this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where occasionally we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast.
0: Thank you, Nick. I'm I'm sorry. Last last week, it was sort of like an intentional goof, because I was sick, and I was kind of being a little crazy. A uh, little wacky. And this week, I just screwed up.
1: You know what, Colin? We all make mistakes. And that would be a great segme. Yeah, I was going to say, here, you made a mistake, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You were at
0: uh, Captain's Draft uh, this week. Four, yes. Yes. It and was... you
1: had a bread Bull. So I tweeted that, because OG, nope, nope, Events DC and or Moonduck tweeted something about the Red Bull bar they had at the back of the venue, and they had things like the OG, which is just Red Bull and vodka, and then some other weird things with apparently the multiple kinds of Red Bull they had. And then I, during the event, I talked to Colin on Slack, I don't know what that's called, message, I messaged Colin on Slack and say, Colin, which of these things should I buy? And Colin chastises me, the Puritan, and says, Nick, it's like 2 or 3 p.m. You can't get something with alcohol in it. Get a Red Bull twist. Okay, okay. Back up. I didn't (laughs) say you couldn't. It just was not my recommendation. Yeah, that was a very smart recommendation, probably. I didn't actually get any Red Bull beverage. Oh. I... uh, I, I should have done it for the fans so that they knew they got the real lowdown on Captain's Draft 4. I could have made a Reddit post about it, about my Red Bull cocktail experience. Colin, Dota is like a cocktail, okay?
0: Oh, No. Oh. Nope. Nope. No, one's, no, no one's. No one's given the, cut given off. the timing of these recordings. No one is going to get that joke, but you and me. It's, but I'm <laughs>
1: unhappy. I hope you find a way to cut it, even though you won't. No. And but yeah, I had what did I have. I had a water. I had a coffee, and had, I got myself some peanut M Ms to watch some hmm. games. So yeah, Colin, I went to Captain's Draft
0: for this. What Well hang on Nick? We're. We feel like you're really skating past the sponsor of this week's no red bull did not sponsor us but
1: so you didn't have a red bull i i did not have a red bull have
0: you ever had a red
1: bull i think i've had like half of a red bull once did you like it no i've, I've never I had really a red like, bull i don't really like energy drinks they don't really give me energy uh, that i have found yeah they don't
0: they don't really give me energy either i like i like the way amp energy tastes but hmm. here's, okay i think here's, i've had half
1: a monster as well
0: Here's my promise to you, folks. Right after I finish this sentence here, I'm going to drop in, after the fact, a little recording of my thoughts of my first Red Bull. Because after this episode, I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy a Red Bull and drink it in like, one swallow and be unhappy. That is very exciting. This is Colin, after the fact, having drunk my first Red Bull. Um, it's okay, I guess. It doesn't really taste like food it doesn't taste like uh it doesn't taste like medicine either It's weird i'm i'm looking at this can here um you know you got that that taurine taste which i know from from other energy drinks and i'm not i'm not like it's not unpleasant uh it's a little abrasive but that that that's kind that's kind of fun right um i don't know it just tastes like chemicals i don't know I guess, I guess you could put vodka in this. Anyway, back to the show, I guess.
1: This is breaking... It's already broken, actually, by the time this is up and you've put that audio segment in yeah, here. That's exciting. I hope you enjoy it.
0: I hyped up some some flavor profiles for Red Bull, and then I didn't deliver for the podcast, so I've got to
1: make it good somehow. That's true. Well, actually, I hyped up because I tweeted from our very, very official true, Bottle you podcast account that you, you graciously allowed me access to. You trusted me, and I let the fans down, and I'm sorry. So I went to Captain's Draft 4 this weekend. I live in Maryland, and I was home for the holidays over the break, and now I'm, I'm back in, you know, Bottle Crow HQ. But I was about an hour away in Maryland, and I'm like, it was Friday night, and I'm like, you know what I should do? Hmm, I should probably go to Captain's Draft, shouldn't I? Didn't I have anyone to go with. I just bought a ticket Friday night, and then I drove an hour down to D.C. Saturday morning. And then I stayed for, like, seven hours and watched a lot of Dota with people. It felt really weird. But it was, like, it was a, It was very cold. It was in the D.C. Armory, which is basically a gigantic gym that was, you know, it's like an ex-armory building. It was a cool setup, kind of. There was... Few hundred chairs, like maybe a thousand chairs set out, and they put a, like a front stage up. But the panel and the casters and the players were all on this main stage within like it's like a 15, 10 foot deep stage. And I sat in like the second row for most of the time. And so it was like 15 feet from all the players and the panel and the casters. And I could, like, I, I was whose side was on? I think I was on Vici's side during a Vici versus. Oh boy, I can't remember. It was the quarterfinals. I was like fifteen feet from Vici and during teamfights I would just hear them screaming in Chinese. And it was so great. They weren't in they weren't in soundproof booths. No, they were just on either side of the stage. That seems like a problem. It's it does to me too. I have no idea how they handled it. I mean, they obviously had the earplugs and like headset thing going on, or the earphones mm-hmm. and who knows how they did it. I, I always wonder about that. I'm like, isn't that like, there's I mean, they like turned there off are... a few things in Dota. There's these hidden console commands to, like, turn off Roche sounds and stuff, mm-hmm. but you can still f- hear the hype and well,
0: I mean, feel Yeah, it. I mean, like, there's, there's, like, documented instances of, like, Puppy realizing that another team was in Roche because the cr- crowd suddenly started cheering.
1: Yeah, and, like, like... especially—I don't, I don't know how you can avoid that sometimes without a delay, especially, like, when level one Roches were a thing. If the crowd is ridiculously hyped at the beginning of the game, oops, gave it up. I have no idea how they did it, but yeah, no booths whatsoever. I mean, they didn't even, I don't, I have no idea how that works because they didn't seem to be on a delay. They had some technical issues during, I think OG had it during the final series that I was there for, for the full thing. And so I could like see very clear they would pause everyone and like get up and stuff. It wasn't really a delay. I don't know how they did it, but it was like a really cool feel. And you don't get maybe, that a lot of the times. Maybe At it's because IceFrog killed the level one Roche maybe that's why he did it yeah thanks thanks valve (laughs) but it was Mm. it was a very cool event it was it was somewhat cold like i kept my jacket on the whole time i had to put gloves on at one point nothing they could really do about that it was like zero degrees actually zero degrees but it was a lot of fun like, even just going by myself, I got to just, like, walk around and see, like, Purge was over the the merch booth. Like, Purge was just randomly talking to people. And the Haas was there as a spectator. Blitz, Charlie, like, a bunch of people were there just as spectators. And it, there wasn't a ton of people there. It wasn't, like, this massive stadium set up. And it's, I mean, it's in D.C. It's not, like, it's not in a populated area. So there was a great turnout and stuff. Like, most of the chairs were filled. But it wasn't crazy crowds. It just kind of felt like this somewhat intimate Almost like, I don't know, like a comedy club type setup. So you weren't like separated from people a lot. Like there was a backstage, quote unquote, but it was just kind of like some curtains set up in this big gym. And so people would just come out all the time after they were done. Like I almost ran into Puppy and stuff when they stopped because someone asked them for a picture. I'm like, oh shit, I almost ran into Puppy. That was cool. Uh, EG was there even though they were out by that point when I was there Saturday. They did a signing and a panel and stuff. And so I was just like walking around. I had gotten a coffee and my candy or something. And then I was walking by the signing table and I saw all of EG there. And it's always, you know, cool. I've never seen Dota people in real life, really. So that was a very cool thing for me personally. And then the Dota was great too. Like being with this live crowd.
0: Did you actually say hi to anyone or were you too cool? I mean I like too... oh actually okay you there know were... what I'm sorry you know what I'm sorry I asked the question wrong You are of course a Dota community celebrity Did
1: anyone approach you did Blitz come and ask for your autograph You know I put on my uh my Mark Troyks Alex- glasses so mm. thankfully i kind of because my coat was on i hid my sleeves so people didn't recognize me as the we like sleever guy
0: someone did however just randomly say to you that they liked their your sleeves and for a second oh, yeah no, it's completely out. unrelated
1: Yep, mm-hmm. i was sweating but it was very cold so it froze instantly now i didn't end up talking to anybody i was going to i was planning on it but like there was actually a big turnout more than i expected they mm-hmm. you know they still had tickets and stuff because the capacity was kind of flexible. Like all oh, the chairs were filled, but there was plenty of standing room and stuff that people could have come to oh. like meet the fire limit or whatever of the armory, which is this massive building. But the timing didn't work out. Um, and then I probably I probably could have, but I was distracted during the forty-five minutes of stalling that they were doing before the final series. <laughs> <laughs> Where like I don't know if you heard, but like there was a forty-five or fifty-minute delay. And then the panel was talking for a while, and they're like, well, we have nothing else to talk about. Hey, Slacks, are you, like, backstage? Go out into the crowd and take questions from people. And they woke him up from his nap or something, and then he went and did an impromptu crowd interview and stuff. And so I was there for all the lovely cringe and Slacks insulting and stuff. It was <sighs> it was a very fun time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. My, there was my, plenty of cringe mm. there, but it was... Also, it was just a very fun event. Like yeah. No Duck, this is their first LAN, I believe. Yeah. Pretty sure, and like it, it seemed to go pretty well. They sold out of like mediums or something on shirts. I was going to buy a shirt or something, you know, support and get a a Dota shirt and stuff, whatever. But it seemed like there was a good turnout. I mean, it was a great event. They didn't. I think have they, this had some, 50 they had some they had
0: some technical support issues
1: with like Windows updates and stuff, but. It seemed like it was Windows updates. There was a Dota up like patch at one point, I think, too, like a tiny thing. And then computers were randomly shutting off during an OG Mineski game, I think. Hmm. It, it was, you know, far worse things have happened. And for a first tournament, I think that's completely fine. They had good sure. admins there and stuff, so it was probably just beyond their control. Yeah, you know, then, shit happens. Yeah. And JJ Pimp Uncle that was there, he was the observer, so, you know, great observing, Great casting. They rotated uh-huh. people out. Great panel. It was, it was hype. <laughs> like, it was cool to be in a, a screaming, cheering crowd when amazing plays were made by OG or something like that.
0: Huh. Yeah, I, I just watched from, from home, but I had a, I had a pretty good time with the show. I thought there were some very good games. I enjoyed a lot of the, um, the commentary and the flavor around it. I, hmm. You know, let's just go straight into putting people on blast, right? Go for it. Um, so, Monkey King, the eternal debate one of one of the many eternal debates I would say <laughs> from Crow. from Bottle Crow is the Monkey King Roamer skill build, right? Yeah, that's one of our our big big little the big beefs. The big Bottle yeah, Crow beefs,
1: right? Because i uh, I was a huge proponent of always Jingu no matter what position. But I've been shamed and corrected on that.
0: Right. And and I mean like so I was I was the originally the uh holdout for no you want primal spring um unless you're laning, unless you're a lane support. Mm-hmm. Um And I still think that's generally the right call. Yeah. But Here's the thing is uh you can't just do that.
1: You can't just <laughs> You do just have to skill ne- it at some point.
0: Yeah, and probably second, you probably have to get Jingu second.
1: Do you remember um, which game this was in?
0: I'm trying to I think it was um it might have been like OG versus Empire or something.
1: Um yep. yeah, that might have been it. Yep. But it was it was just some frustrating It was Dota. like the, they didn't um, take Jingu to level 5 or 6 or something.
0: Yeah, and it's just like you were watching these fights where, like, Monkey King was, like, charging up, you know, Primal Spring to jump into fights. And the other team would just disengage and then re-engage right after they dodged it. And it'd be <laughs> like, oh, mm, mm, okay. And then Monkey King just had to walk away. He just did nothing for the entire early game
1: and it was just infuriating <laughs> to watch. Yeah. I think Cinderin was on the panel when they did the analysis after that and he's like, you know, with just a point or two in Primal Spring, it could have, you know, been a lane support or something like that. Can't even remember if OG or Empire played it, but I think it it wasn't a hero that they whoever played it was comfortable on, for the most part, like as yeah. comfortable as, you know, pros normally are with heroes. And it's probably just a feature of Captain's Draft. Like, it was actually really interesting to see, like, the drafting stage was a lot, the commentary was a lot more interesting because, like, first off, you know, you have the 27 heroes on the, the left of the screen that you, like, squint at and see, like, oh, shit, Pango, Dark Willow's up there. What's going to happen? Like, Pangolier never made it through for the most part. Oh,
0: and, it was it was Vici complexity.
1: Oh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, when Vici was still on my side of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting, like, you got very different drafts. Uh, just, a, like, an hour or two ago, I think, the the Grand Finals finished, and Suka got the victory. They took it to Game 5, and then they put Ace on Meepo, <laughs> and they had, like, a 20,000 net worth lead at 24 minutes into the game. It was just, you know... This isn't like some stupid throwaway tournament or anything. I mean, it's a Slacks and Suns fan tournament, so it's like they keep it goofy. They keep the atmosphere light and stuff like that. But there's plenty of DPC points on the line and plenty of money on the line, and so you had these pros playing not like Mimi, but ways that would almost seem cheesy if it was a captain's mode thing, mm-hmm. but it was. There's a debate to be had whether, like, oh, should they really be giving TI points for this thing that isn't captain's mode? And, yeah, there's arguments to be made there. But I think it's really interesting to see, you know, these world-class minds. I mean, OG, Secret were there. Like, VT, all these good Chinese teams were there. Not just, you know, not to not mention the other ones that were great, too. And so it was interesting to see these world-class captains and, like, drafters see, like, work with a different pool. Like, sometimes you wouldn't have any supports in the pool. You'd have, like, Dazzle dazzle and like witch doctor in the pool or something and so you have to see like who bans what are they going to posture to force the other team to ban it are they going to first pick it stuff like that it was a very interesting thing to see because i've never watched the previous captain's draft tournaments Hmm.
0: yeah i've watched a a few captain's drafts um in, in previous years and it's yeah, it's just a, it's a good fun tournament. It's one of those tournaments that, like, it's, it's in, in between sort of like the, the real novelty tournaments and, yeah, and, like the, minus and men. the more classic ones where you feel like there's, there's enough, like, it's still, oh, like, a really clear, I, I still think it has a really strong basis in just the fundamentals of the game. And I think obviously, obviously the res- results are like the good teams win, but there's just a little bit of gimmick just to, um, just, I mean, force people to change things up a bit, I think, yeah. honestly. So,
1: But it keeps it interesting for us, the viewers. And, you know, it, it is a minor. It's not like it's TI or the, a major or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people who are critics of the Captain's Draft should have any major gripes with that. And, I mean, Secret One And Secret has been on top with DPC points the whole time. So,
0: Yeah. I, I hope that there are more minors. I mean, this year I think, you know, all the minors are pretty much set. But I hope next year there are more minors that are more quote-unquote gimmicky. Because I think it's, yeah. I think it's healthy for miners to have have a little mix up on the formula.
1: Yeah, I remembered when the schedule first came out. You were excited about captain's draft, and I'm glad that this like I'm glad we had a captain's draft tournament. I think there should be more. Yeah, it's exciting to see people work with different things and show that hey, yeah, they still are good. They're not just like in this rut of captain's mode. They can adapt and stuff to limited draft pools. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's it's also a little hard to draw conclusions on like how strong a team is right now but this is the first time we see the new EG with misery and then sumail offline they didn't make it into the top 4 but they still looked pretty strong
0: misery in the games that i saw misery looked a little out of sorts um yeah but sumail sumail looked fucking good this this tournament yeah. i i don't know specifically he did had a performance on beastmaster that just really impressed the shit out of me <laughs> He really, yeah,
1: yeah, you know. Yeah, it was interesting. Like Pete, some of the analysts, I think, talked about It's It seems promising because, you know, you, when you have these two-star players, you have Arteezy and you have Sumail and these carry roles, it can be unclear who you want to, like, make your golden boy, who wants to be the biggest guy. Like, how do you focus your team fight, your priorities?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> If you just put it all in RTZ, and it's not like fear's not doing anything in the mid lane, but if you have one guy who's your big dude, <laughs> one guy who you're, you are know, gonna focus on, you could you kind of have more freedom to play around with that. You don't have to constantly be trying to, you know, buff up Sumail or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they have promise by just making Arteezy their focus.
0: And like there would be fights, especially that game with the the Beastmaster, where you'd see like the carries went down on secret. Or not on CD, excuse me, on EG. But then, like, the offlaner and the two supports just cleaned up. And it's just like, it doesn't, the thing that struck me, and I don't know if they figured it out yet, but it seemed like this formula where, if they nail it, there's like, there's no, any combination of live players on EG is fucking dangerous. <laughs> and I think that's a really interesting idea. Yeah. So
1: it's exciting to watch too,
0: because so. you know you get so used to this. Like, I mean, it's you know this is maybe a bit of a a bit a bit hyperbolic, but like this idea, like okay, their carries are dead, we're okay, we're safe, right? <laughs> yeah, and that was super not the case. So it was it was interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> well, that that gimmick may have been a bit gimmicky, but points are points, and there are fewer points to go around because galaxy battles the filipino major is dead
1: yes now getting into the lovely drama corner uh i think it was just like galaxy battles is basically supposed to be happening right now like very soon and then a few days ago valve announced out of the blue for you know us the public uh that they're they rescinded its major status and it's based on, like, new policies and stuff or new enforcements of policies in the Philippines from probably Duterte, who was elected back in 2017, 2016, I think, it has everything to do with, like, professional athletes having to get drug tested and stuff like that. And it's unclear if it's really happened in the past, but Valve decided, for whatever reasons, to put their foot down and say, hey, this is kind of an invasion of privacy. And also there's some safety concerns within, like, the drug testing. And also the event itself... Looked a little sketchy, like it's kind of in a sketchy area. You don't really know about the organization. So they pulled their money and they pulled the DPC points and it's basically dead. Like all the teams have said they're not going anymore.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, to, to clarify, the, uh, Games and Amusements Board has decided that the, uh, basically it's a decree from 1976 that said that any professional athlete needs to be drug tested and that, Hasn't, has been sort of like a gray area for esports. And basically, the, um, the games and amusements board declared like, nope, they're athletes too. We're going to drug test all of them. Um, and then, and that's what inspired Valve to say, well, okay, then you're not a major anymore. This is canceled. And obviously, it's not the tournament organizer's fault. They say they're still going to hold the tournament. They don't really have any teams anymore. Even the Um, smaller
1: teams keep dropping out at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like you—you look like a sucker if you stayed in it, right? Yeah. Like it's—it's—it's it's, it's sort of a. It, I feel like it's sort of become a, like a community solidarity thing to an extent. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I feel bad for them. It's you know, it's not their fault that their government decided
1: to suddenly take things in this direction, and it's a it's a bummer. Yep. So. Normally, in this drama corner, we announce more disbands. Unless I've missed something, I don't think there were any disbands this week, Colin. Am I correct? I, I haven't seen any, no. I don't know. That's good to see. There are two new or uh, returning teams, kind of returning players on new teams to announce Team Animal Planet, which will be featuring in, I believe, position order Ritsu, Brile, Moon Meander, Aoi2000, and Kitrak.
0: I like Owie. I don't like Ritsu. I don't know what to do.
1: I like Owie. I like Moon. Moon's good. That's I'd, true. I've heard Ritsu's name, and i <laughs> heard people kind of <laughs> dumping on him on the panel at one point when they were trying to stall. Yeah, he's kind, kind of a of scumbag. People. And then Jack... Oh, yeah. By the way, Jack was on the panel at Captain's Draft 4 all the time. God, just invite Jack to everything. Jack is the best. Jack's great. Not just for like the actually getting a Chinese perspective on stuff, but just like, Jack's great. Listen, he's, he's no great. Blitz, but he's pretty good. No, but he's... He's a sweetie.
0: We, yeah, we know, know we Brian. know who
1: our true love is, but yeah. You know. <laughs> and Kitrek is the captain. I think I've heard Kitrek before.
0: So, what's what's what are your expectations for this for for planet team animal animal planet? Animal planet. I was like t- <laughs> animal planet. Had, 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 team huh? animal
1: planet. I assume going for that animal planet TV sponsorship. Of course, of course. Of course. What, um, what are your expectations for this team? I have no idea. Just because, you know, I know two out of the five players, I know Ritsu's like a good player, right? I can't remember which teams he's on. I'm so sorry. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's yeah. you know, he he's capable of being on good teams. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we saw that Aoi was going to play in the World Esports Games under Team Canada. So mm-hmm. I hope Aoi gets back in the scene. I like seeing him. It's been here's, a while since we saw him. Here's my prediction. The new Team Tinker. What was the
0: old team Tinker? Oh no, boy doesn't know his history. Uh, I skipped that day. I guess. I guess all I'm saying is they're going to be one of those teams that is like borderline of double A and single A, and like mm-hmm. g- g- popping up a lot but not winning anything.
1: Makes sense to me. So uh, Optic Gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Wait. Oh no! Oh, shit. Savage.
0: I uh there was a there was a pretty good guy. Captain's Draft had like a uh, a ticker, a little like news ticker oh on their God. feed oh. with some uh okay. pretty amazing content and one of the bits was like you know like Optic Gaming qualifies for a major, so Valve cancels it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh be,
1: they're Valve said that they're gonna like create a new event or somehow run an event with the same people invited and qualified as Galaxy Battles. Oh, did they? I must have missed that. They did. We'll see what actually happens. Like, they said it, so mm-hmm. I assume it's going to happen because they normally don't commit to things and then not do them. Hmm. No, but this is kind of a big thing to not not do. Team yeah, Tinker's the...
0: been gone for two and a half years.
1: Wow. God, I'm old. We're on, like, Dota 5 now compared I'm to that. old. So old. God. Um I highly suggest you just look up I think it was on the Dota 2 subreddit. Someone put up a post with all of the like breaking news things that scrolled by on the ticker. I think like Pipmuckle put them up. They're they're fucking hilarious. They're Dude. top quality content.
0: <sighs> Nick, that's not dramatic enough. We need some drama.
1: Well, I have one more team to announce for you. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, <laughs> is that are they dramatic? Um here, I'll make it <clears throat> Team World featuring Anna Dota, Greg, Farev, SVG, and Soxa. Soxa, Soxa. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this announced on Reddit, and people were like, Who's Greg? <laughs> yeah, so Anna will make his return to the scene. It seems yeah, like is, he's going to be Carrie. Not, uh, that is kind of dramatic, actually. But it that is, is some is, drama. He said he was going to take a season off i believe but it's mm-hmm. basically been a season basically well and part
0: there. of the reason he took a season off well i mean i guess it's because he got kicked from his team kicked but also the team. like there was the whole drama around his manager who he wasn't paying that
1: didn't ha didn't help
0: yeah <laughs> i was going th- I thought you were saying that didn't happen and i was like <laughs> <didn't. "A> what <laughs> um oh, sh- yeah mm. well i hmm w- welcome back anna i guess yeah i hope you paid yeah. that guy Seemed like he deserved to be paid. Yeah. But I'm,
1: I'm excited to see Anna, Forev, SVG, and Saxa come back. And SVG's the captain, by the way. Yeah,
0: you will note Frev, uh, who was on Immortals, is gone because Immortals has a new player.
1: Oh, right. Drama. Mm-hmm. Who's the new player? I've completely slipped my mind.
0: MSS has joined Immortals. They now have, in addition to the original MVP Phoenix team lineup, The American player MSS, which, like, that's a look, huh? I don't... I don't know. Uh, MSS is a very good player. Mm -hmm. I just personally would feel really strange about being dropped into a team that has so much history with itself, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, QO, MP, Febby, Dubu, those guys have been... Playing together for so long, you know, and they had they've had periods of being apart, but they keep coming back together. They keep playing this one style of Dota, and it seems like it would just be so hard for
1: somebody new to to fit in. I mean, if they're not having results, maybe they're open to changing. Maybe with one maybe. player,
0: and maybe maybe it was sort of like I don't know. I could see a situation where where it felt like Forever was keeping them from being able to change or something. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. it's always hard to know internals, but just one player, good shake up, like EG is trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Incoming uh, Qo moved to position three. And...
1: <laughs> uh, it's gonna. It's the classic. They'll call it the EG. Yeah, but I'm excited to see some new teams come out. There's plenty of DPC points around, and you can always just qualify for TI, anyways. So mm-hmm. people yeah. can dream.
0: So it's exciting, but. Yeah. Uh, So that that may have been a little dramatic, but I want something really spicy, Nick.
1: Please, just lay it on me, as if I don't know what is on the Google Doc next.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Google Documents. Here's some spice for you. Hey, Google Documents, every single week, I type in Nick's address to try and add him to the Google document and I type in Nick and doesn't prompt me with anything. It's never heard of a Nick. What's this Nick you talk about? I delete that. I start to type Nick's, Nick's email address. It's
1: January 7th and something, something clever intro. And I'm Nick Cease and I'm Colin Dutmar, And this Nick, is Google Doc Pro. Nick, let me Doc finish.
0: edit. And, and, and it goes like, oh, did you mean Nick Cease? It's like, that fucking that's, I tried to type that before and you wouldn't let me. I'll let it that down I guess or something. Peace out. But <laughs> uh, anyway, the real drama, of course, is that custom games broke again and people are
1: angry again. I was getting this can of beverage before, and I saw this on my phone as we were typing it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so we'll talk about hmm. What the fuck will we talk about? I think this is perfect, this needs to be in our drama corner. Mm-hmm. And, well, okay, here's what we'll talk about, right?
0: Uh, so it was another post that, you know, made, made front page of, of r slash Dota 2, and you know, the, the big ups, big ups, big angry people talking about how they're swearing off Dota 2 custom games and they'll never make them again. And you see the creator and he's like, oh, I'm the guy behind this game and I'm, it's a big game, everybody loves it, but I'm done, this is garbage. And you're like, hang on, the game in question is Diablo 2 and in- dota were you the guy that did this last time <laughs> yeah didn't wasn't didn't last time we hear from you you say i'm never making custom games again everyone else is done we're done this is done and now you're just yep. back to swear off something that you apparently aren't doing anyway
1: again it's like it's really annoying we know it's ridiculously annoying for these custom game creators but it's nothing new and nobody on Reddit can do anything about it. Yeah. I guess like, you know, like it's righteous mm-hmm. outrage. It's just not going to do it anymore.
0: It just, yeah. Like, listen, it's not that we're not. Okay. I can't speak for Nick. I can speak for myself. It's not that I'm not on your side. It's not that I don't think this custom game stuff is bullshit and they should treat you better. And I think you're totally right to be mad. And I think you're right to be frustrated with how they're communicating and everything. But like, that's 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 where we are like you you put your hand on the burner and you got burned and you got mad about that and that's fair and then you put your hand back on the burner and now you're mad again like this (laughs) is where we are you need to recognize reality man
1: yep it's unfortunately it's unfortunate but uh, i've said this exact same fucking thing it's unfortunate but it's the same thing that's happening on like how many who knows how many podcasts this time? I think at this point I'm just gonna insert a sound of me chiseling something into this wall over here that's next to me on my left every time this gets to the front page of Reddit. And then you'll just insert that here into our drama corner and you'll Yeah,
0: it yeah just a little yeah. chink 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 sound of, of you tapping on away some marble. Like Yes,
1: my marble walls in my marble palace.
0: <laughs> Listen, Nick, I've seen you've taken some pictures before. It seems like you do okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do live in the part, the Pantheon, the, Parthenon. The, the Pantheon? I live in the Pantheon. Apparently. <laughs> oh oh boy, boy, it's really cold out here in, in the, the Pantheon. Pantheon. <laughs> um. Anyway, like,
0: yeah. Listen, custom game creators, we sympathize, but like,
1: Colin, I interrupted this repetition of things we've said on all sorts of other episodes. Thanks to that goof, I just remembered something that we didn't put on the notes. We might know the name of an upcoming hero. Oh, that's true. In an update, somebody mind, I can't believe we two, didn't put that on. Right, right, Yeah. I can't believe it. Thanks thank goodness for that Parthenon gag. Classic Greek shit on this lovely <laughs> lovely bottle curl. Uh there was a hero who's internally Carl 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 <laughs> Mars, Mars might be the name of the next new hero.
0: We also there was so there were two, two really sp- shitty ability icons, put and up there was right a now. spell effect. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a wall of spears. Oh, huh. interesting. So, um yeah, the, apparently it 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 seems very likely that they're working on a hero named uh, named Mars, or at least working named Mars, because of course Dark Willow wasn't named Dark Willow. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Um, it was like Sylph, I think. Um, but...
1: Something. And also it's, it's, Mars is technically the Roman name for the god Ares of War. I was going to let that slide. Good, good on you. Very, very exciting Greek and Roman mythology lore, as well as buildings. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: you know what they say, when in Rome. Uh, Oh boy.
1: (laughs) That was, that was a great one. I'll give you one point. Thank you. One DTC point.
0: Yeah, I, uh, it's, that, it's, feels like really fast turnaround. Um,
1: given... But then again, we have no idea when this person will come out. That's true. That's but it true. does seem pretty quick.
0: But I mean, if it comes out any time in the next eight months,
1: that's pretty fast that's for Dota 2. They said at TI, which, you know, Valve saying things mm-hmm. famous for mm-hmm. them being truthful and on time, that they're trying to speed up new content creation. So
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, it would be cool I'm interested. The spell effect made me think... You know, like this wall of Think, spears? Is this, in
1: fact, Pantheon from League of Legends? Maybe it is.
0: I was thinking maybe it was the planet Mars, which seems like it would be a little overpowered.
1: The planet but Mars also... known for being a wall of spears, of course. I mean, have you ever been there? I can't say anymore. Oh, mm, no, liberty man. To say. I thought I had
0: a trump card for this argument, but it turns mm-hmm. out I did not. Oh, shoot. Nick, we've got yep. more drama. We do. Slack stole our fucking shit. Oh, fuck. Fuck
1: Slacks. <laughs> fuck Slacks, man. So I got to see one of these live. Also, so <laughs> it's his, one of his content pieces that they did for Captain's Draft 4 was, uh, you know, Slacks with teams and stuff. And this time he did exceptional Ideas where he sits down with the team and asks each player like what their favorite hero is, and then he tells them, because Slacks has just a list of these Ags ideas for different heroes, he just tells them what his idea is, and then the pro player critiques it. And it's like, I mean, is he stealing our Ags of the Week segment? I don't know. That's up to you.
0: <laughs> if they were good ideas that Slacks had... I'd be like, oh, okay, he's doing his own thing, but they're bad ideas. So I really they're as feel bad as infringed hours. upon. That's great. Yeah, I
1: mean the one he talked about. Uh, did you hear his dazzle idea?
0: No, I didn't. Oh, Where yes, actually, the Dizzlers. Actually. <laughs> yes,
1: and the Dizzlers can go around and poison pat people, and then dazzle gains a new ability called, like, my nizzle. Yeah, it was. It was, and that it was way bad. Dazzle his nizzle. No, he's he's free to make. this shitty axe ideas as we are
0: yeah course. no our 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 listeners uh very
1: helpfully pointed out this uh this
0: overlap but actually this it's incredible
1: fine. copyright infringement also they used the opening theme to zelda and like the <laughs> bumper for this yeah so... and even suns fan on stage was like oh look at that very very non-copyright infringement material thank you
0: yeah so i think i think we're the least of their worries <laughs> yes going get shut down by nintendo Ah. <sighs>
1: We did it pretty out of order this week, Nick, but do you want to talk about our our week of Dota? Sure. Let's round out this wonderful, juicy sandwich of an episode, of course, sandwich is known for being juicy, with just some gentle talk about our weeks in Dota, sure.
0: So I've actually played a decent amount of Dota this week, which is, you know...
1: You might have played more than me, because I've been away on, on my laptop, and I played a few games on it, and it is a pain.
0: Yeah, I, I probably played more than you this week. Um, so I've had a couple of interesting experiences, and I guess the first one that I want to address, um, is an experience I had with, uh, well, so I'm going to call it techies and the players that knew they were bad. Okay. So I played, uh, a lot, I played a fair bit of solo Q Dota. Mm. And I played one game where I was a uh, coddle on a team and the roamer was a techies. Um, Okay. And, you know, people were fairly accepting of the fact that we had a techies at first, right? You know, Mm -hmm. they were, they were for, for like, I'm, I always try to be accepting of what people want to pick. Sometimes in private, I express skepticism, but you know, like it doesn't do any good to be like garbage hero. What are you doing? They've already picked support them. Hope it works. Um, and the team was mostly with me on that, even though techies usually doesn't get that reaction, but the techies was really bad, and I don't just say that like oh no your your traps were insufficient, or you know like it was a lot <laughs> your of traps, were... yeah, that's a good it was a lot of people walking over remote mines, and techies just not detonating them a lot
1: hmm.
0: um and it was it was not it was a problem. Um, but it also started to really tilt the rest of the team pretty bad. Understandably. And and everybody was shouting at each other. Everyone's positioning was terrible. We had, um, I actually ended up talking to a friend of mine, uh, Connor. And he was sort of asking me, we were talking about the game and I was explaining what was wrong with every single player in that game, including myself. (laughs) Um, because you better believe I did stuff wrong that game and you fucking know it, but, um. It's just kind of interesting seeing the collision of bad ideas, I guess, where like this techies player didn't really know how to play techies, um, but was the highest MMR person in the game. So that was frustrating. And then we had like uh, a Monkey King who would have been fine, but he got so... Like he was playing well at first, but he overcommitted a little bit in general. And then he just got so tilted that he started, you know, cooperating badly with the team. We had an OD who was pretty good, but just didn't wasn't able to account for the fact that his team didn't have his back and so like he would take fights that like no you're right if we were all the same level of skill this would be a no brainer fight but we're not od and you need to run mm-hmm. um we had an axe who went oh six in the first five minutes it was a rough game and there was this moment like you know monkey king was shouting at everyone and a lot of people were kind of shouting back at monkey king but more angry at the situation and there was this moment at the end where there was i feel like monkey king had this beautiful moment of clarity where he realized where he said like why is everyone but coddle i was playing coddle so bad at dota and then he said i'm including myself and that addendum was like wow something just went click in your brain um, he was assuming that I wasn't bad at Dota. I was. I did bad that game. It was nice of him to say that I didn't. <laughs> but like, he he had game. he lost his temper. But then you saw his ego break down in real time, and I guess that's what fascinated
1: me—a real moment of lucidity.
0: Yeah, yeah, Precious it was special. You in Dota 2. Also, today I played a game as Windranger Ranger and I won. So,
1: that
0: hero's back. She's back. She's balanced. You can start nerfing her now. Uh, it felt like a loss, but, you know, we didn't lose. So, I, at one point, at one point, I'm chasing a specter. And she throws, I was having a lot of trouble latching shadow shock, or shackle shots. And I was like, okay, I must just be out of practice. Chasing specter, she's pretty low. She spectral daggers and flies through a clump of trees. In the middle of a clump of trees. In the middle of a forest. I shackle shot her and it doesn't latch. In the middle of a forest.
1: If a shackle lands in the forest and no one hears it, does it latch? I just, I don't...
0: I want to watch the replay of that and figure out what the (laughs) fuck happened. Because so many of those shackle shots just
1: wouldn't do and I don't understand it was a very confusing game I should play more of her right she's fun when I try to play she's, she's bad but she's dumbstered. fun yeah. Yeah. and then the other real
0: experience I want to talk about uh, I, have, I have I had another kind of okay game but that's not really worth talking about that's meh um, is that uh, so this this season I'm sitting out of eighty-two. l or at least that was my intention but they call them
1: back for one more game.
0: They d- did call me back for for more games. Um so I have some some friends on my friends list uh who are needed 2L. Uh one of them is Nick. He's on a team called Weenie's Express and I'm sure we'll hear more about that shortly. But there's another team called Reigns that I am uh I am friends with their players. And occasionally they ask me to play with them, and usually I'm not around or I'm busy, and I say no, But there has become a consistent trend of like the times when they really need a sub, and they ask, "I happen to be able to do it." And this was another one of those times, and they needed they needed a a, a position five, and they had like five minutes till game time, and I was like, all right, sure, okay, let's do this. Um uh, and I played with them and we won our two games. It was pretty fun. They gave me because because they don't know me that well. They just know that I'm the the super selfless five and they had some fun remarks about that. Um actually if I'm allowed to brag, I had a great moment after our first game we won and I looked at the end result screen and I said, "Yes, I underfarmed the witch doctor." And they were like, "Oh, I love you, man." <laughs>
1: uh you're it's, definitely allowed to brag position it's position five sixes they don't get a lot of bragging rights it's
0: i i it is now my new art to try and like win the game and yet under farm their support i've got to be able to brag about something just by um, a meteor hammer oh Jeez.
1: i don't know how that helps but you should just do it
0: i, I mean if you want to do worse it'll always yeah. help somehow um but they gave me heroes that I don't get to play as often in League stuff, because they gave me, like, Lion and Rubik, which, like, I don't get to play these, like, more
1: offensive style of fives very often, so that was really fun. Yeah, normally you're, you're a save bot, because you're mm-hmm. an incredibly reliable save bot a lot of the time, like a Dazzle in an Oracle.
0: Mm-hmm. But also, it was just really interesting slotting into someone else's team that's so like so, like, they've been playing together for a year now. With the same roster. Hmm. And so they've got a really defined identity. And it's just really neat to see how, like, these other teams function, you know?
1: Yeah. It's so. cool to slot in and, and see how other people work, for sure. hmm In terms of my week of Dota... I played some games on my laptop, one or two, I think. It's always rough, as I've talked about before. But this is also the beginning of the eighty twelve season. And so my team, Weenie Express... Excuse me, Colin, there's only a single Weenie. In there. Weenie Express. We had our first match this week, best of two. We went 1-1 with Trash.exe. It's a team who also seems like they've been playing together for a while. I think we played them at some point a while ago in some stack because I had their captain on my friends list. Um, The first game, it just kind of like fell. We tried some stuff and it just kind of fell through and we kind of got chanced a little, but then we came back uh, game two, we had a better draft, more easy to execute and stuff. And we were feeling strong. It's, you know, I talked about the last episode. It's been fun to like play with this stack again. It's me, Jesse, and three guys who have played with like some of the longest of like the people on my friends list. And so it's exciting to, get back together and try to figure things out and we have high hopes high hopes for the season of 82l in the under 4.2 league is what we're in right now and then also something i was just kind of you know i i bullshit around a lot of the time with trying things in dota and be like oh boy i really just love building three battle furies on pa ho ho ho, cleave i was thinking about this thing i hope mr blue or other listeners will flame me for it on twitter I really want the one-three-one lane setup to work. Because you know how everyone's been fucking just dual-laning mid all the time? I'm done with it. I'm either done with it, or I'm all in on it. I kind of miss the old 1v1 mid, or I want it to be like a almost 5-man mid strat. Or, and what we did one game this week, we experimented, I went Storm Spirit off-lane position 2. And then we put three heroes mid and then had our carry in the safe lane. It worked. It was fine. It was different. It was basically Strum Spirit off lane, right? So I didn't get a lot of gold, but I got XP. I And I don't quite know how it would work, but I feel like, and I saw a lot of the pro players at Captain's Draft the pro teams were changing the stuff up. Like they had Arteezy mid on Sven at one point with like a support there, so it was just basically like a dual safe lane in the mid lane kind of feel. I just like thinking about the, the one three one and just general like roaming or dual laning mid or stuff like that. I have no idea what the meta is anymore, and it seems like also like pro teams are trying to figure that out. And mm-hmm. it's more like what you can get away with with your current. Game like your your current draft and what the enemy has and what you think they're gonna do, and it's really interesting to watch. But it's it's hard it's hard to know what to do in game. I guess in regards to
0: the one three one idea, i I think I think you're a coward.
1: Am I? Uh huh. If you're gonna do it, do it. Zero four okay. one. Zero four. I sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like have your have your carry alone and then for four demolish mid and then four protect one. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Just go all in. Send me your shitty mid ideas too at Bottle Crow on Twitter. Okay Okay, here here's here's a new one, here's a new one, here's a new one.
0: Okay Zero Zero Zero. And you just play a
1: different
0: game. No, no. No? So you go to their lanes, but you lane on their
1: side with Oh with them and then they get confused and you win and like oh no what are they doing mm-hmm. and then they have some sort of existential i think dazzle's crisis, trying like, to heal me why this, are we what? still recording the podcast when we're talking about this year <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: feels like it feels like you're maybe not all in on this idea that's I'll, okay i'm gonna I'll, have
1: to workshop it i'll come back yeah next
0: we've week. got we've got a week we'll figure this out so oh man okay It's too bad Dota 2 custom games are dead, because here's a custom game idea for you. No boy, ten players spawn in the same in the same fountain, right? No, seven players. Seven players spawn in the same fountain. (laughs) Two of them are traitors. The traitors know each other, but the team doesn't know who the traitors are. And you just try to play Dota, but you don't know there are two people you can't trust, and they can choose to turn on you. Dazzle, why no TP? Are you the traitor? Dazzle, is it you?
1: <laughs> Supports no words. Are you, you the traitor? You graved yourself. Wow, that's, that's, that's great. It distracts from Flame about wards or TPs because they're thinking, what if they're the traitors? I just
0: I feel like we need to make people more negative and aggressive
1: towards their teammates. Dota, it's all about the diversity. It's not working, you know? It's true, Dota. It, it's been a fun experiment, but it's not working.
0: I feel like that's the that's our conclusion at the end of every podcast, really.
1: Yeah, it's just not working.
0: But for this one, uh, I think that's it for the episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. You can find us on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a rating, a review, or tell a friend about us. We'd appreciate that. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of the music that we have as our intro and outro here on the show. You can vote for it in the workshop. There will be a link down below in the show notes. Uh, help it get in-game. I also want to give a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Swimmy, for use of her podcast art that she, that we had commissioned. You can find Ashley Ryan on Twitter at twitter.com slash Swimmy or on Patreon at patreon.com slash Swimmy. If you would like a commission of your own or just to check out the art that she has done there. Uh, If you want to get a hold of us, you can find the Twitter at at BottleCrow. You can send a message to BottleCrowReborn at gmail.com or Colin at BottleCrow.com. And until next week, I think that's it for us. Thanks.
1: Peace out. This podcast is insufficient.
0: Well, I'm, I'm stopping it anyway.